commotion Cause they are so awesome Narwhals, narwhals Swimming in the ocean Pretty big and pretty wide And beat a polar bear in a fight Welcome everyone to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Botcher. Terrific. This week, we will be covering whales. Now, I must say, this episode totally changed from what I originally intended it to be. Originally, I thought, sure, let's cover, let's just cover whales and everything about them in one episode. That is not possible. Uh, as there is so much to cover about whales. There's too many tales about whales. Whale of a tale. Uh, prob- <laughs> I think we're going to probably name the episode that anyway. Nice. <laughs> well, I guess we have to now. <laughs> but uh, I learned, yeah, it's it's not possible to cover whales in one episode. Uh, I pl- actually planned on going over whales and I planned on covering like 10 different species and I, I was like, oh, I'll just write, you know, one or two pages per species. And then on my first, the first one I was writing about, I wrote six pages on. So <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so we got to change things up a bit. Yeah, man, that's like trying to just cover mammals in one episode. You can't do it. <laughs> and we will, so what we're going to do is we're going to go over a bit about whales kind of in general. And then we are going to cover three different, very cool species. Uh, it, it's going to be a cool episode that, you, that you're going to learn a lot from. And I, I learned a ton that I didn't know just doing this research. So it's it's going to open your eyes. So it's it's going to be a good episode. And we hope everyone enjoyed the last episode. It was our ninth edition of Recent Animal Stories and Attacks. Doing those episodes is always fun. Yeah. Uh, one of our favorite things to do is cover those. And we covered a large array of different types of stories. Uh, let's see. If I remember right, we had a, a snake strangle a woman inside uh, yeah. of a home. What else did we have? We had bears, and we had bears. We had a bear. We always it seemed to always have a bear story in those episodes, those, yeah. and we had like three different crocodile stories, if you remember. Oh yeah. So yeah, go back and check that episode if you haven't yet. As always, we are joined in the studio by everyone's favorite cheetah, Colonel Cheetor. Now was now was. Ah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have that stupid song stuck in my head by the end of this episode. You, you know what, Cheetor? I'm sure that you and everybody else is going to have that stuck in their head, just like I had it stuck in my head for the last week or so doing this episode. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of fun for me to do that. <laughs> Torture. But uh, also, as always, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning into us. We've been doing well on our downloads lately. It's very awesome. So thank you, everyone. We've been getting more people joining our Instagram, joining our Facebook. So that's always great. And we've got more uh, reviews, too. Nice. Some more. Uh, well, they're not written reviews, but more five stars. We've oh, jumped. Okay. We've, we've got like four or five stars in the last week. Five. Nice. One of them was a one star. So screw that <gasps> person. It's weird how it works because like we've gotten four, 39 five stars uh-huh. and two one stars. That's all right. <laughs> that, that's fine. You know, you expect that. Nothing in between. That's actually kind of good. But it's, it gives us still like a 4.8. Okay. Uh, it's, it's interesting how how the stats work. I, yeah. I don't. It doesn't make a lot of sense in some ways. I just don't get There's it. There's always people out there that'll make nothing can be perfect. So let's nope. make it unperfect. I, you know, it might have been your laugh. <laughs> we don't know. It could be. Actually, yeah. I did have a listener say that they really enjoy your laugh, Dave. Oh, wow. 
There's some crazy people out there. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. But yes, uh, thank you, everyone. That's awesome. And if you enjoy the show, something you can do to contribute is go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you use. Give us a review. Give us five stars. Just say something you like about the show. Let us know where you're from. We enjoy doing that. And we'll, we will obviously give you a shout out. We got a couple to do later uh, later in the episode, okay. but the the ratings and reviews they actually really do help our podcast gain more attention, gain more listeners. Uh, they they mean more than you think, so please go ahead and do that for us. It means a lot. But Dave, what do you say we get going? Let's on do this it. whale of a tale. I'm ready. And like I said, this was a tough one to format, uh, but I think I ended up doing a good job on it. Well, well, you'll see. <laughs> Uh, first off, let's just start talking about some general things about whales. Okay. Uh, Dave, whales are mammals. Mm-hmm. I hope you knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, this is for everybody who didn't know, but I hope you did. That's pretty general knowledge. I passed seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they're mammals. They breathe air. They give live births and they produce milk. They are mammals, not fish. I hope everyone knows that. But whales are a part of the order... Uh, I I had it. I knew how to pronounce it earlier today. I went over it, but now I'm looking at it. I was like, damn it. I <laughs> forgot how to pronounce it. Sometimes it's hard to do this. So, uh, Cetacea. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's right. I'm going to, I'll spell it out for you. C E T A C E A. That's the order that whales are in. Okay. And this order also includes dolphins and porpoises. They're very closely related. Okay. Uh, we will not be covering um, dolphins or porpoises this episode, however, and contrary to popular belief, killer whales, orcas, are actually not whales. Okay. They are dolphins. That might Some people may not know that. As killer whales, it's in the name. So it's okay. naming, so as we've learned before, naming of species is kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so we are not going to be talking about orcas this week. Orcas will get their own series coming up uh, in December. Okay. We're going to do a probably a three-parter, but I'll talk more about that about the, at the end of the episode, end of okay. the episode. All right, so let's continue. There are around there's it didn't never said exact in any of my sources, but there are around 89 living species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises. Like I said, they're all in the same order of Cetacea. Okay. If that's how you say it. <laughs> my dad's going to get mad at me because he, he's like, you never pronounce things right. <laughs> he's, he's right, I don't. <laughs> but I try. Anyway, uh, there are two main categories of whales. First uh, are the toothed whales. Okay. Uh, which has over 70 species, and this includes the dolphins and porpoises, uh, So, because all of them are toothed. And then we have a bunch of toothed whales as well. So think of an orca. They have teeth. Uh-huh. So the, the, the whales are similar to that. Okay. And the second is the baleen whales. You know what that is? Yeah. Okay. Which consists of about 15 species. Okay. They are the um, larger whales, okay? And whales are, in fact, the largest creatures on Earth, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, They are believed to have diverged from even-toed ungulates. Do you remember what ungulates are? The the species that don't have, they can, no, no, an ungulate, they have hooves? Yeah, very good. They have hooves. So their closest living relatives are, what do you think? Sheep? 
<laughs> not quite, not quite, but uh, hippos. Oh, hippos okay. are the closest living relative to whales. Wow, that is crazy. I mean, if you think about it, you can kind of see it. But even like cows and pigs are related to them as well. Wow. But yeah, the closest living is hippos. Interesting. That's, that huh? is crazy. So the smallest whale species that's not a dolphin is uh, called the dwarf sperm whale. Oh, okay. It's like a mini sperm whale, you could say. Okay. And they are around... Well, we're going to be talking about sperm whales, too, so just to let you know. But they are around nine feet long and weigh around five to 600 pounds. And that's the smallest whale wow. species. The largest whale species is... Dave? The blue whale. Very good. Which can get over 90 feet long wow. and weigh around 170 tons... Which is roughly 380,000 pounds. Wow. It's, blue whales are the largest animals to have ever lived. Isn't that crazy? It really is. And they are really cool, but I'm not going to go into any more about them because they are getting their own episode next week. Okay. So that that's going to be a really interesting episode, and I'm excited for it. We'll also talk about... Uh, because we don't get into uh, baleen whales this episode, so we'll talk about baleen whales and the blue whale next week. Okay. Now, all whales have a thick layer of fat or blubber under their skin. So the blubber, may, it, what it does is it maintains their body heat in because most of them live in cold, colder waters. Yeah. So that's its basic function. And as we as we know, d- whales are smart. Yeah. Whales are one of the smartest species out there, as as well as dolphins and porpoises. So remember that. Um, also, I will add that the the whale shark, you know what that mm-hmm. is is yeah. it's it's not a whale, it is a fish. Uh, it's the largest fish in the world, but mm-hmm. uh, it is not a whale. Uh, maybe maybe a whale shark episode in the yeah. future. They they don't attack people. But I'm sure I could find an interesting story on them. And I do know people that have swam with them before. Yeah. So maybe I, a good friend of mine is has done it. Maybe we could get him and we, he could talk about it. Oh, right on. That'd be a good idea, actually. Yeah. Hey, there's, how many shots is that? So if you, <laughs> some of our listeners don't know. Every time I say we're going to cover that in an episode, you're supposed to take a shot. And sometimes you'd probably be drunk by the end of the episode because I say it so often. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so whales live in oceans all over the globe. And if you did not know, about 70% of the globe is covered in oceans. That is a lot of territory for them. And they are in uh, all the oceans around the world. But for the most part, most species prefer colder waters. Not all of them, but most of them. Uh, The colder waters of the northern and southern hemispheres. Uh, also, many species migrate, and they will migrate thousands and thousands of miles every year. Uh, they go to warmer waters to breed, and then they eat mostly in the colder waters. Okay. Some species have a distribution that includes like nearly the entire ocean, just everything all around the globe, while some are only in local um, populations in, oh, okay. in, in uh, specific areas. Okay. And some only inhabit certain oceans. Uh, so think of like beluga whales, which we uh-huh. and narwhals, narwhals, however you want to say it, it doesn't matter. It's, either way, it works. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, and we're covering both of those today. But uh, they only live in the Arctic oceans, 
And then you have both, like on both poles? No, the Arctic up north. Okay. And so humpbacks and blue whales, they migrate into colder and tropical waters and they live pretty much globally. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on the species in those regards. But why how Dave, what do you say we get into some whale species? Let's do it. So we're gonna start out by going over the well we're all we're gonna do we're going over a few toothed whales this week okay in this episode so toothed whales are what you think they have actual teeth and are predators uh they feed on a, a large array of things fish squid and some even on mammals like seals and then yeah like fish rays a lot of different things so our first species we're going to get into today we are going to talk about the beluga whale, hmm. which are really cool. Uh, I learned a whole lot about all the whale species. I didn't know a ton. I knew a little bit, but uh-huh. I learned so much just by doing this research on them. Right so on. I hope everyone else does too. So beluga whales, they are also called the white whale. Uh, <clears throat> uh, or they're also called the sea canary. <laughs> the sea canary. Sea canary oh. due to its high-pitched calls. Oh. Or it is also called the melonhead. <laughs> it does have they they head. really do have that a uh, uh, distinctive melon shaped head yeah. so that's kind of cool but I, I like that name so they live in the cold Arctic waters and stay there all year they do not have a dorsal fin either most whales don't have a dorsal fin but most or I'm pretty sure all dolphins have a, a dorsal fin so think of a yeah. kid, an orca the they have dorsal too, yeah. d- dorsal uh, they have the fins. Yeah. <laughs> Dorsal fins, okay. Uh, <clears throat> and this, so the reason why they don't have them is it because it allows them to swim under ice more easily, oh, okay. which makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. They are very social animals. Pretty much all, for the most part, most whales are very quite social. They live in uh, small groups called pods, and uh, most whales kind of do that as well. Yeah. And the the like like with cows, uh, males are called bulls, females are called cows. Okay. So, uh, the size of a beluga whale. So the males are around eighteen feet long, and weigh around uh, thirty five hundred pounds. Wow. I mean that's big. That's yeah. a big animal, but it's not a very big whale. No. Uh, <clears throat> to put that in comparison, an orca. Weighs around ten or eleven thousand pounds. Oh wow! So orcas are bigger than these whales, mm. and um, in in whales, uh, like almost all mammals, the males are typically bigger than the females. Okay. There's only a handful of mammals that are different, like hyenas. Yeah. Hyenas are um, larger and in charge. Yeah. But there's for most mammals, it is the males that are bigger, and so. Belugas, they play an important role in the Arctic Ocean as they are the most abundant toothed whales in the region. Oh, okay. They are uh, very opportunistic feeders and feed on many things, including Arctic cod, rosefish, halibut, shrimp, octopus, clams, crabs, salmon, and many other things. (laughs) Now, uh, you could find a lot of that at like a seafood buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dave, you like seafood, right? I do, yeah. Yeah, I love seafood. 
Um, so far, if I had to choose the diet of any animal that we've covered, I would choose the beluga whale's diet. Yeah. Because <laughs> all of that sounds really good, actually. Yeah. No wonder they're smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, your, uh, your wife, who is also my sister, she yeah. she does not like seafood at all, no, does she? she doesn't. And only, if I remember right, only one of your three kids likes seafood, right? Yeah. Kaylee, she likes fish. She likes fish, but she's the only one. The other yeah, two don't. Nobody else, yeah, nobody else cares for it. Yeah. I get it. As a kid, I wasn't into it, but I sure am now. Yeah, I've always liked fish. Fish oh, is yeah. great, yeah. Salmon's probably my favorite. Yeah, it's hard. And it's, I guess it's harder to like it here. We're inland. We're inland, ways, but... You know, the good stuff's on the coast. Oh, know? yeah. I mean, well, I've gone up to the mountains and caught trout, but trout's meh. I've had some that are okay. Yeah, probably. You, gotta, you really got to prep it right. You got to do it right. Yeah, yeah. it's no salmon. Yeah. I don't think. But, um, all right, let's continue. The population of beluga whales is estimated. It, it's hard to determine the actual population of sea animals. Yeah. It's because we can't see underwater, you know? Yeah. So we don't know the is exact. That a pun? You can't see. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. So the estimated population is to be over 150,000. Hmm. And, Lowell, let's go over to our conservation scale on that note. Okay. And they are actually at a seven. Okay. So they are of least concern. That's the best you could be. That's good. Yeah, that's always good to know that. Now and think about that, having that many of them and yet how big they are, you know, size-wise, to take up space on the Earth, you know. And they have such a wide range. They have a very wide. The, the Arctic Ocean is huge. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, now, belugas do have to worry about predators. Two predators, to be exact. Dave, what do you think they are? Orcas. And? Uh, uh, human? Well, that we don't count on oh, that. Okay. Uh, polar bear? Very good. Really? Yeah, oh for my sure. Goodness. How do they get those? I'm going to tell you. Okay, that, that's got, I wrote that down, Dave. I'm, I'm not going to let anybody oh. go without knowing that. So polar bears are able to even kill adult belugas. Oh my goodness, how? So, well, sometimes belugas become trapped in the ice. And we, we covered this in our polar bear episode too. So, But uh, belugas will become trapped in the ice and they can't escape. Okay? so um, And there are only small holes where they have to come up to breathe. A polar bear could just wait by the hole. And wait for one to grab. Normally, they'll pick out a calf or a smaller uh -huh. one, but they 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 can do it an adult. And so they'll just wait, and that's well, their polar bears are so strong, and they will just wait for it to come up, grab it with their paws, and bring it up on land. I wouldn't think it would be able to. Belugas are huge. Well, normally, they'll pick the smaller ones, uh -huh. but. There have that's been, crazy. they will kill adults too. Wow. So that's how strong uh, polar bears are. It's, it's amazing. There, and there is there. So there's one documented record of a polar bear only weighing 400 pounds that killed a 2000 pound beluga. Oh my goodness. Isn't that awesome? That is crazy. It really is. Uh, I would love to see a video of that one. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Oh, that's I would. Just, oh. I, I mean, That's I've seen crazy. them do that with seals, but never uh, a whale. Wow. But they yeah. do. And I couldn't find a video. I would love to see that. But uh, it's proven that they do. Wow. Uh, their other predator are orcas. Orcas are orcas is so cool, and I, I really look forward to covering them. But orcas hunt young, and they can hunt young ones and adult ones. 
And belugas are good at, they're actually really good at evading them. What they try to do is use the sea ice as protection. Huh. Remember, orcas have a dorsal fin, which impedes their movement under the ice. Okay. So the belugas use the ice to their advantage and try to hide in oh, it. Okay. Pretty interesting fact. Yeah. Huh? All right. So I also want to say that belugas are still hunted by humans. Inuit people in Canada and Alaska are legally allowed to still hunt them. Uh, they are also hunted in Greenland and Russia. And they are actually fairly easy for humans to hunt. You know, just huh. just how you think it would be for the polar bears. Oh, okay. I mean, that, how, that wouldn't be that difficult. When it just comes up to blow out of the only hole, blow get air out of the only hole, you just put a spear in it, you know. Oh, man. That's got to be hard to get out of the water. But then you then you got to think of it takes that. Takes a well, village, I guess. Probably. I don't. I don't know the the whole thing and how they do that. Maybe that's something we can go into in another yeah. another episode yeah. sometime because I'd really be interested in that. Uh, so about a thousand beluga whales are killed each year in these areas, most in Alaska and Canada. Um, questions remain whether the numbers of whales killed is sustainable. It just we don't really know, and in certain areas, you know, populations are in one area than the other. So okay, it's just a question. We are not sure, but uh, natives are allowed to hunt them as tradition because that's what they've done for you know hundreds and yeah. thousands of years. Well, plus there's not there's not even as many of Inuit as there are, you know, the rest of the human population no, that could tear not, it down. Yeah, you know? there's, if you think about, it, there's really not that many Inuits. Yeah, but. Anyway, they used to be hunted commercially in the 17 and 1800s. That's when whaling was at its prime. Yeah. Uh, just like other uh, whales in general were hunted there. Whale populations around the world went down in this period from overhunting. Now, this like this is the topic of whale hunting is a is a big rabbit hole, and there is so much to it. Uh, we we're not gonna be able to delve into that topic for this episode that much. So I think we're going to do a whaling, whale hunting episode okay. sometime in the future. That's, okay. that's what it's already, it's in my books now it's written down. So we will cover it sometime. Right. Another shot. <laughs> <laughs> but last thing I want to talk about with belugas, um, are of them in captivity. Okay. Because of their smaller size, they are able to be kept in captivity. Mm -hmm. uh, the first beluga in captivity was at the, the Burnham's Museum in New York City in 1861. Hmm. Or, sorry, not Burnham's, Barnum's, like Barnum and Bailey. Uh -huh. They had a, their own museum back in those days. They didn't last that long, the museum, though. It was only, oh, okay. only around for a while. But that's 1861. They were able to have a captive wow. beluga whale. Who knows for how long? It could have been for a week or two, and then it died. Oh, but we okay. don't know. Yeah. Or I don't know, at least. So in the 1900s, most belugas came from Canada... And they would capture wild belugas and send them to whoever wanted them. Uh, then Canada banned uh, this practice in 1992. After that, most belugas now come from Russia. Hmm. And most are then sent to foreign nations, uh, with a good amount of them going to China. Okay. And many of these belugas end up in marine parks. Uh, belugas are the only whale species kept at marine parks. Uh, and as of 2018, there were uh, 81 belugas in the United States and Canada. And 
um, unknown numbers in the rest of the world. Okay. So, yeah, in North America, we had 81 belugas in captivity. Okay. And I will also say that we will cover more about whales and dolphins in captivity. I have, I'm planning on covering that in our Orca series. Oh, Because, okay. you know, the whole blackfish um, controversy, yeah. all the Sea World controversy. Yeah. We're going to at least touch on that in our Orca series. Okay. So we, we will talk about it. Okay. And in 2018, the price for a beluga was around $70,000. Wow. Do you think that's a lot or not? Yeah. What, what, it's actually well, gone down. That, you know? In the early 2000s, it was over 100000 they were oh, worth. Oh, gee. But they've gone down for an unknown reason. Well, think, because you've got to, you pay that much for the animal, and then you've got to pay to have a structure for a structure. it. Structure, oh, yeah. And feed and You're right. That's, so, yeah, you'd, you'd think at least the whale was cheap, was easier to get than 70000 yeah, but... Oh. All right, so belugas are quite popular attractions as well. And if you look at a beluga whale, the the way their face is shaped, it looks like they are always smiling. Yeah, that's true. And many whales and dolphins have this feature and are able to and and they they're able to give expressions too. And belugas always look like they're happy and they they're they're very cute too. Yeah. The belugas are really cool. Well, it's if you think about it, the mouths of those kind of species and even same with orcas and dolphins and you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything that opens their mouth like that. It's like a muppet. It's like <laughs> so it's a muppet smiling. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a muppet smile. <laughs> <laughs> and the, they're very playful it's like as it's well. It's going to eat you but it's like, "Oh, that looks it's so cute." Oh, huh? it's so cute. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah, and they're they're really playful as well and and at like SeaWorld and other parks, they they can be trained to put on shows, and they're just really cool animals. Yeah. Beluga whales are awesome. Uh, they moved up to they moved up on my favorite animal list after uh, researching them. Oh yeah, they're they're really neat. I yeah, like they them. have. I don't know if we'd want to talk about it now or later, but yeah, they've had shows. Oh yeah, actual shows in. Uh, I can't remember if it was in Marineland or if it was uh, uh, SeaWorld that I saw it. I. I can't remember, but yeah, I remember seeing one. Damn. They had a show, an actual show, 30-minute show of belugas doing tricks. Yeah, and they're really cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and so, okay, there was one incident in 2009 in Harbin, China, where there was a free-diving competition in a tank of uh, really icy seawater. Uh-huh. Uh, a diver got cramps and started sinking. Ooh. Then a captive beluga grabbed the diver by the foot and brought them back up to the surface, saving the diver's wow. life. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. But yeah, like I said, whales and dolphins are extremely intelligent, as we all should know. Uh, one more thing on belugas. Belugas... <laughs> I just showed Dave that video. Oh, yeah. Dave, this was a... It, it just came out, I bet, I think less than a month ago. Oh, okay. But uh, I'll put a link on the description, and I'll... Yeah, I'll I'll put the I already put the link up on our Facebook page, but it's of these guys in somewhere up in the Arctic. They have a rugby ball, and they're tossing it out into sea. And this one beluga whale is—they're literally pe- playing fetch with a wild beluga whale. <laughs> the beluga whale would grab it and bring it back to the boat, and then they throw it again, and it would go chase it. Yeah. They're literally playing fetch like That's a dog. Crazy. Yeah, a wild whale. It's yeah. pretty cool. You wonder if they knew if it knew if it was playing catch or if it's like, hey, you guys keep dropping this and it's trying to return it because they're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, uh, beluga whales, really cool, awesome species. Yeah. I like them. 
Now, let's move to a very different, but very similar whale species. As odd as that sounds. Okay. Let's talk about the unicorn of the sea, the narwhal. Or you could say narwhal, either or works. Okay. They are similar to belugas because of where they live and their size, but different because they have a big-ass tusk on their face. (laughs) And I'll I'll get into the tusk in a second. But uh, first, uh, as you heard in our opening (laughs) sequence, I happened to stumble across something called the narwhal song. You know what, Dave? (laughs) Uh, What do you think? We should play it again? All right. Okay, yeah, I, I know that song is going to get annoying, but uh, it's it's on par with the uh, Tommy Kangaroo Downsport. It's on par yeah. with that yeah. annoyingness oh, level. Probably, my kids will be listening to that in the morning, I'll bet. <laughs> no, walls, no, walls. Oh, it's, it's been in my head all week. I hope it gets into everybody. It's, it's already sad. getting in mind. <laughs> all right, so a little bit more about them. They also live in the Arctic Ocean of Russia, Canada, Greenland, and Alaska, but not to the extent of the beluga. Their area isn't as uh, big as the beluga. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They they like to hang out in f- uh, fjords. Uh huh. I said that right, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank That'll you. be proud. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's something to be proud of. <laughs> All right. Uh, and their size is very similar. Adult males can uh, be from. 13 to 18 feet long and weigh 3,500 pounds, just like a beluga. Does that count the tusk? It does not. Actually, the tusk only weighs about 25 pounds. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. And they 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 really look like a darker colored beluga whale. Uh, and, well, and a big-ass tusk in their face. But uh, narwhal and belugas are so closely related that in... 1990, researchers found a skull that was unlike anything they had ever seen. And then, in just earlier this year, in 2019, it was confirmed to be a hybrid. Ooh. They were able to discover it was a hybrid by the uh, DNA analysis. So... What was it a hybrid of? Narwhal and beluga. Oh, and beluga? Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? No, yeah. a narwhal and a penguin, Dave. Well, I, you, never, you never know what it was. <laughs> it was a hybrid. So you're thinking, wow, what if they mixed Predator with Alien? What would you get? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so they also live in small social groups, uh, normally around 10-ish or in a pod. Uh, And I forgot to mention this with the beluga, but during the summertime, several groups come together and they forge, they uh, form really large groups, up to 500 to 1,000 individuals. Wow. And so narwhals and belugas can do this. Okay. Do they shed their tusks? I don't think. No, they don't. And oh. I'll tell you why in a bit. I'll tell okay. you why. So they I have. I admit that would be so cool to have a, to have one. It'd be cool to have a tusk. Yes. Oh. And they have a. Oh, I'm gonna go into that too. Oh, so yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And so they have a similar diet to belugas that would make a great seafood buffet. Uh, and they also enjoyed uh, diving deep too. Sometimes diving uh, up to around five thousand feet deep. Wow! And they normally hold their breath for around twenty to twenty-five minutes before having to resurface. And they they will eat whatever they can find at the bottom of the ocean. Hmm. And on their way back up, they they're not too picky. Huh. 
Uh, narwhals and belugas, since they live in such cold waters, 50% of their weight is blubber. Wow. Which helps insulate the heat and keep them warm. Wow. Uh, not they're not very big, but they are. They're, narwhals and blugas are they're chubsters. They're pretty chubby. Yeah. Most whales, like I said, uh, well, they're fifty percent blubber. Most whales are actually twenty five, thirty percent blubber. Oh, so okay. these guys are more. And they also live around fifty years in the wild, give or take. And I'm sure blue. I'm sure belugas are the same. And just like belugas, they can be hunted by both polar bears and orcas in the same manner. Wow. And they're well, wait a minute, but, po- but uh, well, never mind. I guess we'll get to that later then, right? With what? Uh, uh, the tusk, what is, tusk, yeah. It doesn't play a factor in that. Oh. But I guess it could technically, but huh. I don't know. But they are also hunted by Inuit people in the same manner as belugas, but a little more elusive from what I understand. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's really hard. You know, I remember as a kid, you'd, they they would talk about narwhals, but then uh, the, everyone would, we even had stuff going around like, oh, no, they're a myth. Yeah, that's Even actually a, a common misconception. Yeah. So, I was surprised by. Yeah. They're, they're definitely not a myth. They are real. But yeah, they are hunted by Inuit people, like I said, in the same manner as belugas, but more elusive. And Inuits uh, make a meat out of the whales, which is called muktok. Have you heard, you've heard huh. of that? Have you ever heard of that? So it's frozen whale blubber. It's it, Think of it like their beef jerky. It's like beef jerky Ooh, to them. Is it good? I don't know. I've never tried it. Mm. I mean, I'd definitely try it if I could. Yeah. Supposedly, it tastes like hazelnuts. Hazelnuts. Interesting. Yeah, I, I guess so. I still try So it. if you ever have um, hazelnut ice cream, you could say, this tastes like narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold like it Yeah, too. <laughs> anytime you taste a hazelnut, like, this tastes like narwhal. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the new flavor they ought to put on that ice cream. <laughs> narwhal flavor. Like, huh? I guess I'll try it. So uh, now, unlike belugas, narwhals do not live in captivity. For reasons that I'm not sure of, I I hmm. don't know. I I, met, I don't know if the tusk plays a role in that or not. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk about that odd tusk coming out of their yeah. face. So the tusk it really isn't a tusk. What it is, it's a canine tooth. What? It's a canine tooth that um on and it protrudes out of the upper left side of the jaw. And it goes ah. through the lip and keeps growing in length as the whale gets older. Interesting. So, yeah, it, it's like, think of your canine, upper left canine tooth going through your lip and just keep growing out of your face. Oh, crazy. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. And it the it, it's also weird because it's always on the left side. Oh, yeah. It's always their left canine. Ah, that is weird. And the tusk can grow up to five to ten feet on large males. And the tusk is hollow. It's a hollow Mm. tusk, hollow tooth as well. Um, About one in 500 males can grow two tusks. Oh, wow. From both canine teeth. Isn't that weird? I saw saw a a picture of a skull of one and it looked bizarre. And also that's about one in 500 males. And so for females, only about 15% of them actually grow a tusk. So most females don't even have one. Oh, okay. Interesting, huh? Yeah. I did not know that going into it. 
And like I said, females are typically smaller than males. So what is the reason for their uh, jousting sticks out of their face? I heard it was helped with ice. But now that you were talking about going down to the bottom, I'm thinking something a little different now. Well, actually, it is believed that the tusk is a sensory organ. Wow. With millions of nerve endings. And the nerves can uh, detect subtle changes in temperature, pressure, salinity, and other things that's going on in the water. Wow, interesting. And it's believed they can sense when the ice is about to freeze through huh. through their tusk. Interesting. It sounds useful, like a useful tool, but this is kind of not proven <laughs> all the way. These are kind of more theories. However, there has been a very recent discovery, just I think it was 2016, and this is from drone footage of narwhals, and it showed that they use the tusk to stun um, Arctic cod. Wow. Uh, making like it, splashing, hitting the top of the water or just trying to smack like them in I, the water? I imagine like swinging it through the water or splashing it and oh, that okay. stuns the cod and it making it easier to catch them. Oh, interesting. I mean, they don't use, quite use it like a spear because that's not going to be, how are yeah, they going to? Yeah, that's what we were talking about. It's, like, it's not like they have hands <laughs> that they can grab it. It's like, oh, well, now, <laughs> I, got, now I got this cod that's stuck in my face <laughs> yeah. for who knows how long yeah. until my butt, well, I guess. If Talk they, about a sweet tooth. <laughs> I guess they, if you think about it, they could spear it, and then their buddy could eat it, and then their oh, buddy spears true. a fish, and then they could eat it. But yeah, that'd be nice teamwork. Yeah, but I don't think that's why that's ever happened. But <laughs> but yeah, they can use it as like they just swing it around and it knocks the other fit the cod out, and then they huh. can eat. And that's been proven. That's then through drone footage. Huh. So pretty interesting, huh? Yeah. So their tooth tusk helps with several things, it seems like, and it's pretty cool. Uh, let's go to our conservation scale. There are estimated to be around 170,000 narwhals, hmm. similar to the belugas. Yeah. And they are, so they are also currently at a 7 okay. on our scale. That's good. Uh, and there, but however, there are concerns with both of them, belugas and narwhals, that melting ice and climate change could affect them, oh. which makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go into a little bit, uh, like pop culture wise. There is an Inuit legend about the narwhal that I want to share. So, the narwhal's tusk was created when a woman with a harpoon rope tied around her waist. That's what they used to do. Oh, they had wow. a harpoon, like a spear, uh-huh. tied around their waist and Gee. throw them at them and just try to oh, hold themselves wow. up on the ice. Man, talk about extreme surfing. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Well, uh, so she had the harpoon rope tied around her waist, and then she was dragged into the ocean after the harpoon went uh, and struck a large narwhal. So she was taken down. The narwhal took her mm. down, and she was then transformed into a narwhal herself. And her hair, which she was wearing in a twisted knot, became the characteristic spiral narwhal tusk. Oh, interesting. And that's a uh, Inuit legend. Yeah. Remember our... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But remember a couple weeks ago on our um, mythological creatures, we had a uh, Inuit um, monster on there as well. I can't remember its name. It had a weird name. But it was just... It was uh, to... 
keep children from going to the edge of the ice. Yeah. It was pretty remember. creepy. Oh yeah, yeah, it was definitely creepy. And it sang like a song, and it would take children, put it in yeah. its bag, and <laughs> just walk away. But yeah, go check, go back and check that episode out. Yeah. That was a good one too. Yeah, more oh. on pop culture for the narwhal. Is the narwhal makes an appearance in Elf? You're right. It does. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> Thanks, right. Mr. Narwhal. <laughs> You're right. I remember that. <laughs> but so also in medieval times in Europe, Vikings would uh, sell narwhal tusks, claiming that they were from unicorns. Oh, and that their their tusks. <laughs> they take them down to Rome to do that. <laughs> really. <laughs> For, yeah, they claimed they were for, they were uh, from unicorns, and the tusks had special magical abilities. Nice. That's what they claimed. But to be fair, the Vikings also thought they were magic. <laughs> well, they uh, that is pretty neat. And I mean, it's a very unique tusk. It's it really is. It's unlike anything or else. Should I say the... tooth? You know. Yeah, it is. It it's really technically is. a tooth. But uh, yeah, I, I gotta say, I'd love to have one, man. They're just they're you want to go over narwhal neat. hunt? Let's make friends with them. Oh, I'd feel bad if I did. Uh, we, if it's I can it's get totally, off we're not allowed. It's totally illegal. And I to guess hunt when them. they die, they just sink to the bottom. So I was like, dang. Maybe if you had a submarine that just uh, we could make some muck out of them, Dave. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. Actually, it's totally illegal for oh. us to hunt them. Only Inuits can. Yeah. And so um, Vikings also used uh, the tusks as cups. Oh, oh my goodness. No wonder they get drunk. <laughs> and, use that for one. <laughs> well, what they actually used the cups for, they thought they had they had magical powers, these uh-huh. these uh, tusks. So thinking they would, they thought that they would negate any poison oh. that may have been slipped into their drinks. <laughs> and they thought that the tusk would cleanse that. I wonder if they ever had somebody try it on them. Hey, I don't know. Some of that cyanide in here. <laughs> They're drunk enough, maybe they did. <laughs> Who knows? Is he dead now? He just passed out. Wait, he is dead, yeah. <laughs> so, also, narwhals are mentioned in Jules Verne's um, 1870 novel, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, really? I, They're mentioned. I just listened to the audiobook on that. Did you? I, yeah. Golly, yeah, I can't remember where, where it would have been at. Good, because it's going to come up again. That was a good story. Yeah, I it's been a long time since I've read it. And th- there's a the Disney movie too. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. I have Hey, that's the that's where the, the whale song of the tale, yeah, yeah. That's the whale of the tale. But uh I can re- I can't remember much from from the story. It's been a long time mm. since I've listened to it. It was a really good story. Yeah, I just listened to it in the past month. Really? So yeah. was there a narwhal? They, it, I don't it recall. It, it said it was just mentioned. They, I do It was know. a giant narwhal. Yeah, I do know they went because I kept thinking the movie when I'm thinking it, but I do remember him saying, "What?" I, I remember catching it somewhere because I was doing it while I was working, listening mm-hmm. while I was working. I caught it. They were in the Arctic. They went through the Arctic. So they, it's Arctic. They, I don't think they did that in the movie. You no. mainly see the tropical locations, yeah. you know. But it was maybe it was probably yeah it was probably in the book, but they do mention it. Yeah. And also, a narwhal is mentioned in probably the most famous whale story, Moby Dick. Oh, really? Yeah. I, it's just, like I said, it's just mentioned in there, okay. though, and I didn't get the specifics, but it's mentioned in there. But hmm. uh, yes, that is the narwhal. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. They are they're, They are really cool. Uh, and if you know what, if you don't think they're cool, maybe maybe this song will change your mind. Narwhals, they are narwhals, narwhals. Matt, it's not helping. Oh, we're gonna we're overplaying that one big time, aren't we? It's the new kangaroo dance sport. Yeah. 
It's been stuck in my head all week, so <laughs> it's going to be stuck in everybody else's head now. So is the, the tusk for a narwhal. Get it? Yeah, sure. Stuck in their head? Never mind. All right. <laughs> One of Dave's great puns, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. So now let's get into our last whale for the episode. And it's one that you may actually not be very familiar with, but you also m- might be. It's, it depends. This is the largest toothed predator on the planet. Ooh. They feed on giant squid. Oh. Wow. And this is the whale that Captain Ahab sought revenge on. Okay. This is Moby Dick himself. Uh, let's talk about the sperm whale. The very poorly named sperm whale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to get into that. Well, I'm going to tell you about that. <laughs> sperm whales are really cool too, but not the best name. And you might ask why they have this name. So uh, Dave, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Many people believe they get their name because they resemble, you know, a little, little sperm, a single <laughs> sperm guy, you know, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both white and okay. Well, they're kind of <laughs> sperm whales are whitish gray just wiggle around in liquid, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they just wiggle around. <laughs> so it, it, it actually got its name during the heyday of commercial whaling, um, in like the 1700s. So this is a very unique thing. So inside the head of sperm whales, uh, they contain an enormous fluid-filled organ. Hmm. Okay, This fluid is a white, waxy substance with a similar consistency to sperm or yeah. semen or jizz, whatever you want to call it. Interesting. If it was discovered nowadays, it might be named the jizz whale. <laughs> the jizzy whale. <laughs> oh, gee. But so they have this liquid in their head and it's exclusive to the sperm whale for the most part. They have the largest amount. So other whales have it, but yeah, not in the quantity. This liquid is named spermaceti. Okay. Huh. So why do only sperm whales have this liquid in their head? There are two theories with then there is evidence to support this one theory of its function is it controls the buoyancy and allows the whale to dive deep down into the ocean so sperm whales are extreme divers Hmm. they go down to catch the giant squid okay and that's one theory the other is that it helps with their echolocation in order to find prey at such depths. Oh. So these theories are disputed, but they're sub- they're proven. That's what it said. Oh. So inside the head of a whale, it has several hundred gallons of this liquid. Wow. That's a lot. This spermaceti liquid made the whales... So sperm whales were one of the most hunted whales back in the time. Huh. The liquid could be cooled... And made into a wax that could be turned into candles, pomades, lubricants, and a whole array of other things. And this made uh, going after sperm whales really valuable. Hmm. And after, so what would happen after a whale was caught, they would, whalers would cut off the head. Because this, this liquid in their head was way more important than the rest of the body. Even though the rest of the body was most of the time, sometimes used. But uh-huh. this was this was the treasure, so they they would cut a hole and just let the liquid pour into buckets. Wow! 
weird or and interesting, huh? Yeah. They then would boil and strain it to make oil and wax. Huh. Uh, it's it's really interesting, but yeah, that's that's how they got their name. They have a wow. they have this weird fluid in their head, like hundreds of gallons in there. Well, they have huge heads first off. Yeah, and it's very it's very squarish. Yeah, like it's boxy mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, boxy. That's a good way to put it. But yeah, it's a big part of their head, and it's it's a it's a pretty unique thing just to them. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Hey, Matt, why? What do uh, sperm whales and sailors have in common? They're both semen. They both like semen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good one. Yeah, that's, semen jokes are always funny. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess we could have just said, uh, what, what does a sperm whale and semen have in common? Need I say more? <laughs> semen. Uh, so like I said, they are the largest tooth predator in the world, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And like... Uh, like some other whales, they have a worldwide distribution range, and they could be anywhere, really. Females, so what's different about them is females and young live together in groups, but uh, mature males live solitary lives huh. outside of mating season, so they live on their own. Think of Moby Dick. Okay. Now, sperm whales are really big, too, so a large male can reach over 65 feet long. Huh. I, you know, I just thought of something. What? Sorry. Another semen kind of... joke? <laughs> Actually, kind of not. It's like, maybe they named it Moby Dick because it was a sperm whale. <laughs> I wonder. It made me think now. I well, maybe. I didn't think of that, but... <laughs> Dave's really... Well, I caught on because you're like, they're solitary. Ah, oh, they must be dicks, but, you know... <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. There's, there's well, something Moby there. Dick, semen. <laughs> hey, this is all adding up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually think of that before, but sure, maybe that's what uh, they thought when writing that. <laughs> All right, so they can get up to sixty-five feet. Well, okay, sperm whales. I think were um, in Pinocchio. It was the whale in Pinocchio oh, too? Okay, yeah, it looks like one. I didn't. I didn't write that down. Or I just thought of it. But uh, yeah, I think it's a sperm whale. Yeah, hey, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. I totally forgot to write that well, down. What else would it be? What other kind yeah, of whale? Well, Unless it was know. just some off-branded whale, but. No, it resents. It's, it's got to be a sperm. It's got that box. And it's got head. teeth. It's, yeah, and the if teeth it's got and the teeth lower and... jaw, you know. So, yeah, I think it's a sperm while it's in Pinocchio. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I could be mistaken because it didn't say so on the Wikipedia, but when I, I went over, I, think I would think it's a sperm. Bed, yeah. Okay. Anyway, they're big. <laughs> uh, 65, they can reach 65 feet long. To wow. put that into perspective, that's a school bus and a half. Yeah, I did not think they would get that big. They are that's, that big. Oh, yeah, that's what two-thirds of a blue whale. Because they're 90 feet, Yeah, right? they're about 90, so it's wow. two-thirds, yeah. And they're they're really big. Um, females are smaller, like I said. They can get around 40 feet. Uh, a newborn is around, uh, like a brand new, right out of the, the womb, is a newborn is around 13 feet, 2,000 pounds. Wow. <laughs> that's big. That's a big baby. Yeah. Um, so and actually one third of their length is their head alone. Jeez, so they got oh, all that's it's getting that we got that, that waxy fermacetti yeah. is is all in there, yeah. And a large male can weigh around fifty-seven tons. That's around one hundred and fifteen thousand pounds. Jeez, they are a big, smart animal. Wow, just think of how much that can feed you. 
Oh, yeah. Or how many people that would feed? Well, they do long? wash up on shore. You know, whales wash up on shore and they feed, like bears especially. Oh, We've really? talked about okay. it before. And I, I had plans to go into um, whales beached, but we're going to put that off for another time. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, like a beached whale and will feed. Remember we talked about in polar bears how over 200 polar bears went and fed on this one oh, whale yeah. carcass. yeah. Somewhere, I, I want to say Greenland or Russia or something. But yeah, the whales, they're, they're uh, extremely important to all environments. Yeah. And so Moby Dick in the story was said to be 80 feet long, oh, okay. which I, we don't know how true that is, but uh, they are the second deepest diving mammal going as deep as 7,500 feet. Wow. Uh, number one is called the Caviar's Beaked Whale. It's another toothed whale. Oh, is it? How big is that one? I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I didn't research it enough. That's crazy. So how? It far? wasn't as interesting. Five hundred feet. Yeah. That's. Wow. How far is that? That's over a mile. What's a mile? Fifty miles. Six or, uh, or no? I think you are right. Oh, we're gonna sound like idiots now because we don't. Fifty-two thousand. Fifty-two something. Three sixty something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Three eighty. I don't know. Yeah, We're going to sound like idiots that. right now. Well, we are know. idiots, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we never claim to be uh, scientists <laughs> or genius. We're a couple idiots doing this podcast. But yeah, that's deep. Then that's the yeah. second deepest of any animal. Maybe that's where the spermaceti comes. I don't... That's a theory, yeah. at least. And sperm whales, they can live for more than 70 years. Wow. It's like a human. And get this. They, are all, they also have the largest brain... In the world wow. of any animal, the largest brain in the world, their brain weighs 17 pounds itself, which is five times heavier than a human's. Wow. I mean, I guess brains don't weigh a lot, but they do have the largest brain in the world. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I had no idea about that. I didn't know much about sperm whales going into this. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to learn all this. And now I really like them. Uh, the only real predator they face are orcas, possibly, okay. but they, they'll normally go after calves, but also could go after females. That's how badass orcas are. Well, orcas can get full grown? They can. Uh, sperm whales? Wow. They'll go after the females. Jeez. Well, because the males don't, the males live by themselves most of the time, uh -huh. so they'll go after the calves. But if they can, they'll take a, a full-grown female too. Gee, I thought they'd That's be how badass big. orcas are. And I thought sperm whales were pretty aggressive too, weren't they? They are, they are for sure. Hmm. But when you have a but pod, I guess they can't outmaneuver when you, an orca, when you have, well, orcas are the wolves of the sea. You know, the oh, wo yeah. like wolves, they take down moose that are way larger than them because they have they have the numbers game. Yeah. Same will play for orcas, numbers game on the sperm whales. Okay. But they don't they're not going to go after a big bad male, mm. you know. Yeah. So the diet of a sperm whale consists of octopus and squid, uh, other things too, but primarily that. Uh, not just any squid, but giant squid. Gee. In fact, most of what we know about giant squid come uh or a giant deep sea squid has been learned from specimens in captured sperm whale stomachs. Oh, really? Most of what we know about giant squids comes from the stomachs of sperm whales. <laughs> That's crazy. And giant squids can get up to 40 feet long. Wow. Oh, and they also hunt another type of squid. This squid is called the colossal squid. 
I've never. That's heard a of real that thing. One. Yeah, the colossal squid, which is uh, it's not too much bigger, but it is bigger than the giant squid. Jeez, colossal squids are uh, they're more in the Antarctic waters. Okay. Uh, so mostly their primary food is giant squid. That's why they dive deep down. Wow. And a giant squid is estimated to be around 600 pounds, which is Jeez. not a small thing. We all know no. what a giant squid is. And uh, sperm whales have been observed to have large white scars and even sucker cup scars oh, on their wow. bodies from fighting with squid. Gee. Wouldn't that be something to see a sperm whale versus giant squid? That would be. Uh, it's never been captured before, and I, I don't know how anybody would capture that deep. Well, such when they a start deep... getting those submarines, you know, the the they they not like they're like drone submarines with cameras. They've gotten those going now, and they go pretty darn deep now. Yeah, that's how they That'd found. Cool. Did you hear about that? I, I, this is totally off subject, but did you hear they found uh, um, uh, one of the boats from during World War II that that down by uh, Midway because Midway is right by the trench, I believe. Uh-huh. Mariana Trench, and they. They, they found one from there that wrecked there, and, and it, the because now they have those submarine, uh, the submarine drones they can use to take the camera down, and they found it. Oh really? Yeah, it was it was interesting. Cause, it yeah, must I have been pretty before, deep down there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because before submarines, they have they they can only go a certain depth. You know. How far can submarines go? Do you know? Oh, I don't. I remember there was. I want to say like three hundred was pushing it back in the day. I don't know if they go more 300 now. What? 300 feet below sea level. 300? Yeah. That's if it? I remember right. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. It should be 300. Well, these whales feet. are going, going 7,500. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is way crazy. Yeah. But that was back when I was learning about World War so II. Stuff. So they're probably so better could, now. They could go Maybe in World deeper, War II, they were only 300. Yeah. I bet. They'll, they'll, I'm, I'm sure they go down deeper than that now. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to it's, look it up later. Yeah. Well, especially now since they're unmanned and, you know, it's more solid. Because that's the thing. They can't have. The, the pressure pressure gets yeah. too much so if you have if you don't have to carry oxygen or air for a human then yes. hey it can go deeper you know well hopefully one of them did you say uh, whale hopefully <laughs> that was great oh, man i'm proud of you did not say that <laughs> hopefully uh one of those will capture a sperm whale versus octopus i know squid squid but yeah that'd be really cool that's probably why the sperm whale are so aggressive and tough because those because octopus or squid, sorry, they're, they're yeah, they can be mean. Or super, yeah, definitely, they're awesome too. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I didn't mention that they are they're kind. Of, or, hey, I should we do an episode on those? Hmm, perhaps we should. <laughs> I think I wrote that down. Oh, did you? Nice. <laughs> hey, there you go another show. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. Did I mention that they're 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 kind of a light gray color sperm whales? The sperm whales. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, so they hunt through echolocation and their sounds are among the most powerful sounds in the animal kingdom. Oh, wow. I think the humpback whales have the loudest sounds. Well, okay. I'll find more about that next week. Okay. I, but I've, I think that's what I've heard. Now I've talked about whaling a bit on sperm whales. And uh, there were a lot of, like, they were the most sought after, but they were also one of the more dangerous ones. Mm. Large males will fight to defend themselves against attacks. And when threatened, sperm whales will use their large head as a battering ram. Wow. There is, of course, the real story of a sperm whale back in 1820 that rammed and sank uh, the whale ship, the Essex. An entire whaling ship? A whole ship. Oh, the Essex. my goodness. It was off of Nantucket. 
and only eight of the 21 sailors survived. Dave, this is the story that inspired, what's his name, Herman... Moby Dick? Herman, Herman Mills. Moby Dick, yeah. This is the story that inspired Moby wow. Dick. It's a true story. That's crazy. Hey, you know what? It was something I actually uh, voiced, uh, did some voice over for the video game uh, Nantucket. What's that game? It's it's a it's uh, how do you say kind of like a strategic role playing thing uh, where you're just sailing around hunting whales and really? pirates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Where can Dave? Where can we find this? Oh, game? it's on Steam. It's on, on Steam? Steam. Yeah. Dave, do a plug for that. I I totally. What's should. your character? Huh? It was Nantucket. I I I narrate. I do the narration for it. Really? Yeah. You've never shown me this. Yeah, I haven't. I'll have to show you after. Yeah. Well, everyone, go to go on Steam and play Nantucket and kill some whales <laughs> while you listen to Dave. <laughs> I didn't know you did that. That's pretty yeah. cool. All right. Well, yeah, Moby Dick is probably. I think it's the most famous whale story, whale yeah. tale of all oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, a couple other things. Uh, sperm whales are also in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, Do you remember them? No, you said I you don't. just listened to it. I know. What's the matter with me? And Jules Verne portrays them as like savage hunters. Oh, being nothing but a mouth and teeth. <laughs> you don't. You you don't remember? I really don't remember that. I must have zoned out too much on Maybe. too much of it. I don't know if how what they're big, how big of a role they play in there, but anyway, uh, sp- the sperm whale is also the state animal of Connecticut. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Kind of random there, but <laughs> so the total number of sperm whales in the world is unknown. We don't know, hmm. but on our conservation scale, what it's listed as is a five, meaning oh, vulnerable. Okay. But on a positive note, the conservation outlook is fairly bright. They are protected worldwide, and commercial whaling is kind of gone to ceased for the most yeah. part. So hopefully, you know, they can get up and raise to a seven sometime. Yeah. And that's another thing I want to cover is, you know, we've heard stories of the Japanese whaling fleets that will still go out there and they're still killing whales. You've heard stories about yeah, that. Yeah, I always right? hear them. Do, are they really doing that? Or? I think so. I don't know. So yeah. that I will do more research and that's where I'll, we'll cover whaling in another time because okay, that's going to be yeah. really interesting. We'll cover it from like a timeline from when it starts till nowadays. Okay. Yeah. That's my idea for it. I don't know when we'll cover it because we're doing a lot of um, ocean stuff these next few weeks. So okay. we will, it's on the books and we will cover it sometime. Okay. But Dave, did you enjoy learning about these, these whales? I did. It was pretty cool. Was huh? that it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> we're over. We're about an hour into oh, wow, this. Okay. We're over an hour. Oh, Hey, uh, um, for more, a little more pop culture, the, uh, um, beluga whale is in uh, Finding Dory. Is it? Yeah, remember that one I, whale? I barely remember. He's using the echolocation. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I can't I remember, remember his remember name, that. but yeah. Are you that sure? That was a beluga. Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah, but Dory's not in the Arctic. No, she's in that, uh, she gets. Oh, in she's that, in a marine. Yeah, marine park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, it's in there with I've him. only seen that like once and I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's, he was in Family Guy, the voice of the beluga whale. He was in, not Family Guy, he was in, uh. Modern Family. Sorry. Okay, He's the dad of Modern Family. But. Well, there's another. That's good. That's yeah. a good reference. So, yeah, then you can, if you need to, you can go see them. Because, yeah, and then they kind of, because they kind of tried to explain the head. The melon head? For the echolocation. You oh, know? So that's okay. kind of what his thing was he would do in the movie. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, um, 
Dave, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed doing this. This was this was something on my mind that I really want to do. It was like whales, and I, I yeah, wanted to cover whales. Yeah, that was a good whales. one. So yeah, that was a good one. It was, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode, and I hope everyone else did, too, and I hope everyone else learned some cool new things. I, we definitely did. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, and you know what I didn't learn, though? The mating habits of the sperm whale man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, all that. All I'm that, sure we know it. <laughs> all that spermaceti, you know, like just... Yeah. <laughs> What do they do? They just need I say more? Bang their head and it just covers yeah. the whole entire ocean. Boom! Mind blown. <laughs> That's that is one thing I forgot is the the mating habit. Your favorite part of every episode <laughs> is learning the mating habits of all of our animals. <laughs> all right, but yeah, like I said, there's so much more to cover about whales and. Uh, I opened up a big rabbit hole with them, so they will come up again in the future. Uh, an episode on whaling is going to be pretty cool, I That'll think. Be good one, so that yeah. is on the books, and we will cover it. And so uh, next week we will be doing uh, another whale episode, whale themed episode. Next week we will be covering the largest animal to ever exist, the blue whale. Mm. And so, and I'm also going to go into some baleen about their baleen okay. and we'll learn about baleen whales in general and i'll i might talk about other uh baleen whales too so it's gonna be a good episode if you it's okay. gonna be a lot like this one you're gonna learn a lot it's gonna be fun and so after blue whales uh, starting in december we will do a three-part series on orcas oh wow uh, we did a poll on our Facebook page and also my personal Facebook page. And so the poll uh, was, what should our next series be on? My ideas were either wolves or orcas. And so we had 19 people vote and orcas won by a landslide. Mm. 17 of 19 votes went to orcas. Oh, wow. Okay. So a uh, big time win for orcas. Uh, and that's what the fans want, so that's what we're gonna give them. Nice. It's orcas are cool. Orcas, the orcas series we're gonna do is gonna be similar to uh, the the our series on lions. We did a three parter on okay. lions, so it's how we formatted that one is gonna probably be how we format this the orcas as well. So we're gonna be in the ocean for the next few weeks here, okay. Dave, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Orcas are they're a heavy hitter. Not in like attacks because they, they don't attack people in the wild. We'll we'll cover some attacks like at SeaWorld, some famous okay. ones. But uh, they're a heavy hitter in popularity. Yeah. So obviously everybody voted for them. So well, they're just so smart. Like even even the stuff we're able to just to document. You're like, yeah. how the heck did they think of that? How can they do that? And so and you wonder. And we don't. We, you know, we have a hard time documenting even that stuff. So you wonder what else they can really do. Yeah. You know? so, so it's going to be, I've got a, there's a lot of documentaries out there about them. So I've got a lot of research to be doing. Okay. So the first episode will be all about them in the wild. Okay. Second one we'll cover like, um, we'll cover them in captivity, more conservation wise. Uh-huh. And then the third one will probably do some of the more famous attacks, like from Tilikum. Okay. He's a famous killer whale. We'll talk about Shamu. Okay. Oh, there's so much. I'm really excited to do yeah. this one. Uh, so yeah, next week blue whales and baleen whales is our topic. Uh, we will try. We'll next week is Thanksgiving, so we're gonna try to do it the day before, or the day after. Uh, and if we don't, if you don't hear from us uh, before Thanksgiving, we wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. And gobble gobble gobble. Got some food on Thanksgiving. What's your favorite uh, food for Thanksgiving? Oh man, it's not just one. I I don't know. 
You know your mom. She doesn't make just one food. <laughs> she, my mom is. She will cook it's like anything you can think of. Is yeah. There. My mom's a. My mom is a wonderful cook. But yeah. as she makes, whenever we have like a family dinner, she makes tons of food, leftovers for everyone to take yeah. home. It's so. so hard to eat even one of it of everything <laughs> she's got. I in fact, but that's kind of what I like. I just like to take, try and get some of everything. Like I get a vegetable. I get the the turkey. I get the the. Mashed potatoes, the grape. I just I like to eat them all together, yep. mix them together. That's that's oh, that's really good. And then the pies, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm not a big pie. My favorite is the stuffing. Oh, really? Stuffing is oh, my yeah, that, favorite. See, I, that goes good with the potatoes and yeah. the turkey. And it's all that my together favorite. Too. I mix it in. And <laughs> I'm doing a friendsgiving this weekend, and I'm I'm right. I'm, I'm uh, cooking all that pheasant that I the pheasants that oh, I shot. Let me know how it is. That's what so. I've I've done every friendsgiving for like six years. Right on. Anyway, all right, we're off track. Oh. Um, Dave, we have a couple shout-outs to give. Oh, okay. First off, we want to thank Erin April Frame. Erin April Frame! She left a message on our Facebook page saying that she loves the show, so thank you very much. We yeah, appreciate thank you. It. Now, we also want to thank... Okay. This is quite the name. <sighs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. Are you ready? Yeah. Ingwil Scarred... Okay, it's like it's like it's like well, it's Norwegian, so it's you know fjord is F J, so it's Tielmand. 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 Now you know Tielmeland. I told her that we. I told her that we're gonna give her a shout out, and I told her we're gonna butcher the name, so it's okay. Ingvilskard Tielman. Oh, I missed. I know I butchered it. Yeah, I told her we didn't have much of a chance. She's a Norwegian listener, which I've noticed our our hits from Norway. We've they've been bumping up quite a bit. Yeah. Sorry, that's probably true. And she also sent a few stories. To us uh, oh, from right some uh, run-ins she's had with animals in Norway, Ooh, and nice. we will definitely share those stories sometimes. So, uh, thank you so much for sending that. That's we love that part. Yeah. Of it. And we uh, we want listeners to send. We really want listeners to send in stories. So hopefully that encourages more people to do the same. Yeah. So that's awesome, uh, Dave. If our listeners want to help out and contribute to the show, what can they do? Go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. Subscribe, rate, review. Give us five stars. really helps us out. really helps us build tension. If you want to become an even better listener or more of a listener or more of a producer with the show, go ahead and harpoon a few dollars and send them our way. <laughs> that's a good one. All right. That's a good one. But yeah, uh, harpoon, uh, you can donate. <laughs> donate by going to... Well, first off... The donations mean a lot to us. Yeah, we we are we've made very little money doing this. First off, we are in the negatives. Well, we've spent more than we've made because yeah. we have to do a monthly yeah. subscription yeah. <laughs> to Podbean. So we are not even. We are down. <laughs> not we're not down a lot, but we are we're definitely down. But donations would mean a whole lot to us, yeah. especially because I really want to do some merch. Yeah. and I've got I've got our logo. No, we've got narwhals we can put on the merch too. And, <laughs> Dude, we could go for days. On. Sperm whales on the on the. Merch. You want some spermaceti? <laughs> we gotta the get t-shirt. That going. You want some sperm? 
a city. <laughs> and then it's got a picture of a sperm whale with a diagram of what it is. I don't know, but <laughs> there's so many things to yes. do for it. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or anything, anything helps. So if you want to make a donation, you can go to PayPal. You can find us by our email, forceofnaturepod at gmail.com or on Venmo on my personal account, Matthew-Hamilton-51. And all that info is also in the description below. And also to all the listeners, feel free to contact us at any time you want. Uh, tell us a cool animal-related story of you or someone you know. And then we will we will share that on the show. So it'll be cool for you. And also, um, if you want to suggest an episode idea, or if you just want to ask a question or say hi, please feel free. You can email us or uh, message us on Facebook. And you can also help us grow by recommending us to family and friends. Tell them we are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all the platforms we need to be on. Dave, do you have anything else to add? We pretty long, one of our longer episodes. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah so, that was a good uh, one. yeah, I think so too. Do you have anything to add, though? I don't think I'm good. I'm excited for the next whale episodes. Yeah, me too. Oh, uh, Cheetor, how about you? Do you got anything else to say? Now I was, now I was living in the ocean, causing a commotion, cause they are so awesome. Ugh. Damn it! Look what you, look what you guys did. That stupid song is gonna be stuck in my head all week. You guys are a bunch of Moby Dicks. <laughs> that was actually a decent yeah. punch, Etor. Yeah. And I think I'm with him on that part too. <laughs> That's good. What, you're, are you head. sick of that song now? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sick of it. Yet I'll probably play it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is Force of Nature Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends, be a part of building us up, and we will see you next week. Bye. Now I'm swimming in the ocean, pretty big and pretty wide, and beat a polar bear in a fight. Like an underwater unicorn, they've got a kick out facial harm. They're the Jedi of the sea. They stop Kafuna waiting. Touch your balls. Narwhals, they are narwhals. Narwhals. In Venice of the Shishkabra.